Hey everybody, my name is Nicholas Black, and this is the Goth Geek Podcast. So on today's episode, which is our first inaugural episode, we're going to discuss exactly what is a goth geek. Um, There are lots of definitions for what a goth is, and even more definitions of what exactly a geek can be. Um, So we're going to be going over exactly what this is and how those two kind of mesh together. Bear with me as this is my first podcast and uh, I'm very new to all of this, but uh, we're going to go ahead and plow forward and discuss what exactly is a goth geek. But first, I want to go ahead and mention that besides the podcast, we are also an Etsy shop. Goth Geek is on Etsy selling Dice sets, coffin, uh, dice boxes, coffin dice trays, geeky posters, horror and sci-fi jewelry, uh, pins, a wider range of goth geeky items. So check us out on etsy.com slash shop slash goth geek. And now on with the show. So what exactly is goth? Well, the dictionary describes goth as a style of rock music derived from punk, typically with apocalyptic or mystical lyrics. That's a pretty vague description of what goth is. Um, the gothic subculture itself has been around for many, many decades at this point. Uh, some and many people agree that it derived from the UK, uh, in the 80s and late 70s, uh, the post-punk era or grunge area eras. Uh, Wikipedia gives us a little bit of a better description. Goth is a subculture that began in the United Kingdom during the late early 80s. Uh, it was developed by fans of goth, gothic rock as an offshoot of the post-punk music genre. Uh, the goth, the name goth, was derived directly from that genre. So that's a little bit better description of what goth is and maybe where it came from. But again, basically, there is no right or wrong answer with goth. It is a music-based subculture, but there are Victorian goths, there are skater goths, uh, there are business goths or corporate goths. Basically, if you like to wear dark colors and listen to goth music, and maybe you like dark, morbid, or horror movies, or anything of that nature, you could possibly could be considered a goth. There is, again, no real right or wrong answer with this, as long as the goth music is involved. Uh, and that's something I have still kind of don't agree with completely, I mean, because then you have to define what goth music really is. Uh, is Korn considered goth? Is Marilyn Manson considered goth? There are definitely bands out there like The Cure and some of the Banshees that are like definitive goth bands. But as we've strayed further and further away from that time period, it's really hard to just to define what goth music even is. Um, for the longest time, I didn't listen to Suey, uh, the Banshees, or The Cure. I was more of a Corn, Godsmack, and you know Manson, Nine Inch Nails. That was my time period. Uh, 
are those considered goth? Some people would say hard rock, more like shock rock for Man Manson. So it's really hard to get a specific definition of what goth is and what goth music is even. So you can be goth uh, and something else too, and it may not look the same as someone else's idea of what goth is. Uh, there's goth Lolita, uh, which has a little more color in it. Uh, pastel goths, which have a lot more color in their wardrobe. Um, so it really just depends on the person. But usually the main points, I would think, is there's usually an attraction to the morbid. Um, maybe death, maybe horror movies, maybe uh, funeral practices. Something morbid or dark that, you know, normal, normal, putting quotes in there, people would not consider something interesting. Uh, and then there's usually an aesthetic of also with that attraction to something dark, wearing darker clothing uh, to their aesthetic. So that's what the best description I can say of goth, what goth is. And I've been goth all my life, I feel like, but I really didn't find it until I was in my teens, like most goths do. I'm almost 40 now, so even after 20-plus years of being in the subculture, I can't define exactly what goth is. It's not something easily done. Uh, moving forward to what geek is. Geek, defined by the dictionary, and this is something, again, you can look up, just type in geek definition uh, in your Google search. Uh, an unfashionable or so socially inept person or a performer at a carnival or circus whose show consists of bizarre or grotesque acts. And that last one is a very archaic term of the geek. Um, that really doesn't describe what geek is anymore. Wikipedia does a better job. The word geek is a slang term originally used to describe eccentric or non-mainstream people. In current use, the word typically uh, connotes, and I don't know if I can pronounce that word correctly, an expert or enthusiast obsessed with a hobby or intellectual. Um, again, that is a better description of what a geek is. Basically, it's geek is part of fandom, I, I feel like. So you could be... Uh, Lucifer geek, if you're into the Lucifer TV show. Uh, you could be uh, a Magic the Gathering geek, if you like to play Magic the Gathering. But you could also be a sports geek. Um, I know lots of people who don't exactly use that word, <laughs> geek, when, they, when they're talking about sports. But it's true. If you're a huge fan of uh, the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team, then you're a sports geek or you're a Cardinals geek. Uh, same thing as uh, if interior design, or if you're really into uh, plants, uh, gardening, you know, you could be a gardening geek. So uh, geek is not exactly a word that can, that means one exactly genre or thing. Uh, most often a geek is used for people who are interested in more like pop culture style stuff. And that's what we use it for. Uh, so a geek in this case is someone who is is really into comic books 
uh, board games, card games, video games. Uh, and again, those are wide variety and ranges of broad terms because there's tons of individual geekdoms in all those terms. You know, there's anime geeks, uh, Studio Ghibli, if you've, you know, if you've heard of that before, then, you know, you probably know somebody who might be into that. Uh, and then there's the broad geek, which is what I consider myself, which is someone who just loves all of it. Uh, I don't stick to one fandom. I don't commit to, uh, one genre. I love all of it. I'm a Star Trek geek, a Star Wars geek, uh, Harry Potter, Magic the Gathering, tons of board games, tons of anime and manga, comic books, uh, fill our house. So I'm a general geek. Uh, so I don't really stick to one genre. Like I said, uh, I'm a big fan of Harley Quinn, which is growing in popularity over the past few years. Um, but in general, I just don't have, I don't, I can't stick and focus on one thing. I, I'm not like the brown coats or uh, those SCA people who, you know, do Ren Fair type stuff. Uh, or, you know, I'm a cosplayer, which I do love cosplay, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I can't stick to this one thing. Uh, I have multiple hobbies and multiple fandoms. And that's okay. It, it doesn't really matter. These are labels. In the end, labels are not needed. They're not necessary, but we do have them. Uh, some people don't want to be labeled. Um, you'll meet people who you might go, that person is definitely a punk, or that person is definitely goth, but they will not use that in their description when talking about their lives or what they're into. But the same thing with geek. They could be like, oh yeah, I'm a huge fan of The Office, and I'm a huge fan of the Alien franchise, and you go to their house and they have, you know, statues and memorabilia, but they won't use the word geek in there. Uh, and that's okay. That's just some people aren't into labels. One label or even two labels can't define a person. Like I define as a goth geek. That's why, why I started this podcast and started this business is because I feel like it's a niche, a genre, a term that you don't hear but they definitely cross over. Um, but I'm also more than that too, just like everybody. Uh, you're definitely more than just whatever labels that you give yourself or other people give you. And I've kind of gone off the rails a little bit. So going back to the original topic of what a geek is, it's not easily defined. But for the purposes of this podcast and uh, my Etsy store, a geek is someone who is a fan of pop culture uh, things. Uh, Stranger Things, uh, the TV show, uh, Lucifer again, Umbrella Academy, you know, things that are popular and they're geeky because there used to be comic books or, you know, they used to be, or they're, they, they reference other things in the geek culture like Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and that's why they're geeky. Uh, so that's the best description I can with goth and geek. Now, putting those two together kind of brings up a whole other thing. What is exactly a goth geek? And to be honest, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, 
we can define that. Going back to everything we've discussed already, goth isn't easy to define, a geek isn't really easy to define. So when you slam those two together, what are you talking about? Well, the best way I can describe it is a goth geek is, again, someone who is into the darker side of things, but also loves geeky stuff in that same genre. Examples are like Star Wars. You might love Star Wars, but while your friend is all about the Jedi, you might be about the Sith. You think the Sith are badass, that they look really cool, that they have an interesting aesthetic. And so you're a fan of, you know, Star Wars, and you're a goth geek because you're a fan of the dark side. Uh, there's also, like, animes such as uh, Vampire Hunter D, uh, Death Note, uh, Vampire uh, Bund, Black Butler. Those are all very goth animes, and so they are kind of in that goth geek class or label. Uh, same thing with, uh, certain TV shows. Of course, The Addams Family, that's a classic. The Munsters, uh, those are definitely kind of a goth, geeky, uh, area. There's things like the Harry Potter world, uh, movies and books. They have some dark, very dark, uh, themes to them. But basically, a goth geek is just a geek who's someone who's a fan of something in pop culture who is a fan of it because of the darker side or also it can be separate. You could be a goth and a geek at the same time. Again, everyone has more than one label. Uh, for instance, you know, you could be a goth who loves the darker side of things and the music and you listen to the cure, but you also love, Gwynpool, or Deadpool, or, you know, Poison Ivy, um, and those aren't exactly goth things, but you still love them, and you still identify as a goth, but you love these geeky things, so you can still be a goth geek. So it doesn't have to be, you know, pop culture, uh, the dark side. Of the, of the goth, uh, pardon me, the dark side of pop culture. It doesn't have to be just that. Uh, they can definitely be separate and you can still be a goth geek. I mean, I personally used to be goth, or I shouldn't say used to be goth. <laughs> uh, I am goth, uh, but I used to not be goth, is what I'm trying to say, and, but I've always loved geeky things um, all my life, and then I found that the goth subculture was something I definitely leaned towards and didn't have a name for it until uh, I was in my teens. Um, so it just really depends on the person again. I know I keep going back to that, but these definitions, these labels really are vague. Uh, you can kind of fit anybody into one label or another or no labels. Uh, me personally, I am a goth geek. I feel that that is something that I am. Uh, but I definitely love things that are geeky that aren't dark or goth-like. Uh, examples would be 
you know, Bob Ross. Bob Ross is awesome. If you haven't watched any of the shows that he did back in the day, uh, you should. They're like Valium. But that's very not goth. Uh, but it's still something I enjoy and that I'm a fan of. Uh, I mentioned Gwynpool earlier. I'm a fan of the comics for Gwynpool. Those aren't really goth. Uh, my wife and I actually have watched uh, on Netflix the My Little Pony show. It's kind of like just something mindless to watch when we're, you know, tired and don't really care about a storyline that we have to focus on, like, compared to, like, watching, you know, The Last Avatar or something along those lines. It's just kind of a, each episode is just kind of, it's it's bubblegum. <laughs> it's nothing too important. And that's definitely not really goth. Uh, it's, it's very colorful and bright and pretty. Um... There are some darker characters in My Little Pony that could be, you know, if you're a fan of them, they could, you could make it goth. But again, it's not exactly associated with goth, but we still enjoy it. And I don't think that takes away from me being goth. Uh, it does add to geekiness, because My Little Pony is a very pop culture thing these days. It's doing really well and adding, uh, being added to, like, they're doing a crossover with D&D now. But that's a whole other topic. Again, I'm kind of going off the rails here. So I think that's all we're going to cover today uh, for what Goth Geek is. This podcast, if it keeps going, will be something more about like daily news where we discuss what's going on in the Goth Geek subcultures. So we might discuss things like uh, the Sandman Netflix show that's coming out. That's a very... Uh, on point goth geek type thing uh, and where it's at we might discuss uh, things with Magic the Gathering and Dungeon and Dragon and who knows there's a wide range as we've already discussed of topics that we can discuss that are in the daily news geek uh, and goth both have become quite popular over the years and more mainstream making it easier to find stories and uh, share them, uh, but still, you have to kind of look. You have to kind of dig a little bit to find these stories. Sometimes, depending on who's reporting on them. So that's the goal for this podcast. Uh, I might change it up. Of course, this is my very first podcast. I don't even know how long we're going to be going for today. I think we're going to run for about twenty minutes. Uh, but. I might even get a co-host uh, if my wife is interested or if I can find a friend who might be uh, a good sounding board to discuss things. Uh, or it might just be me talking to you like this. Who knows? Uh, we'll, we will see. Uh, but thank you for listening. Again, you can check out our shop at etsy.com slash shop slash gothgeek. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under The Goth Geek, and that's where we share a lot of news stories as well as things that are going on in our shop. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Have a great day.